What qualities make a really good startup team? You know, it's a really great question that most people don't consider very well when they're starting their business. You know, they get a group of people together that, and they all say, oh yeah, let's start a business together. And they don't really consider, are these the right people? And is this the right group? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about today here on the Build Your Team show, guys. If you're looking to start your business, right? Or if you're looking to even go in a different direction with your business, you wanna create a new team of people that you're going to be starting this new division or this new business with, what should you be looking for? How should you do this? What should you be considering as you're looking to build this team? Super important that you consider this before you get started because if you don't, like I've not done many, many, many times before, it will end up failing on you in the end. You know, I remember uh, just a quick story. So the very first team that I built uh, was actually coming right out of high school and my very first business. And I'm, it was myself and two other guys. And I brought us all together and said, okay, we're going to start this company. And we're, it's, it's called Script Computer Consulting. And we are going to do consulting for computers back then. You know, there wasn't an internet really back then. Um, and we were doing LAN and WAN and building computers and doing all sorts of stuff. And there was some graphic elements and everything. And we pulled this all together. And what I hadn't considered was that one, we had just graduated high school. I was the only one going to school locally. The other two were going to school very, very far away. And so how was that going to affect their time? How was that going to affect their commitment? How is that going to affect their ability to get stuff done when I'm the only one left back here, right? What was going to end up happening? Well, it didn't take long before one of the members dropped out and the other one, he stayed around throughout his entire college career, but then he kind of fizzled and it was very, very hard. Felt like I was always chasing. So I didn't consider all of those things that I'm about to teach you right now before i started now since then i've created other businesses and had other business partners and these are the things that i consider when i'm taking on a business partner or bringing in an executive team so it doesn't even have to be a true business partner but an executive team that we're looking to to, to create in order to build this company so here they are seven 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 things here we go number one are your goals aligned? I know that seems pretty simple, but it's a major, major thing. What are the goals here? What is it that you're trying to get out of this? Right? What are your personal goals? Now, on goals, we also start to talk a little bit about values too. What What is it that you value? And are all of our goals and values aligned? Are they congruent? Do we share things in common as to why we want to do this? Right? That's super important to have those heart-to-heart conversations and really get at what is going on in people's heads. And if you want to do this, the best way to do it is through transparency and transparency for yourself. Look, if you're in this because, man, listen, life is hard and, and I need to, to, to make a, uh, you know, turn a quick buck, you need to say that. If you're in this because, you know, um, 
things have been pretty good, but I'm looking to transition in life right now. And I'm looking for an out from where I am and something new. Say that. If you're looking to build a retirement nest egg, say that. Whatever it is that you're really looking, what your real goals are, you need to share those. And same thing with your values. And lead with transparency and let everybody see and feel where you're coming from to give them the space to do the same thing with you. And if, guys, if you do that and everyone shares and your goals aren't aligned, it's okay. It's better to end the relationship at that moment than in three years after you've also ended friendships and, and affected customers and employees. Okay, it's best to figure that stuff out up front. So that's number one, making sure your goals are aligned. Okay, number two, skill sets. Skill sets, making sure we have a balance of skill sets. If we're creating a company um, and we're going to sell lampshades, for example, right? We're going to manufacture and sell lampshades. Well, we don't need three lawyers, do we? Right? We don't need three corporate lawyers. So making sure that the skill sets are balanced and that everybody knows what they bring to the table that is unique and important to the rest of the crew is super important. Now, I say you don't need three corporate lawyers, but let's say you had three corporate lawyers, but one of them was skilled at making lampshades. And that's what they were bringing. They weren't bringing their corporate law. They were bringing this other skill set that is absolutely necessary, right? So knowing what skill sets they're bringing, making sure you have diversity to cover all the different areas of the business, which we can cover in a different video as well, right? The different areas of your business that you should make sure that you have covered. Um, real quick, look up the BNI triangle. That will give you a, um, a bit of an insight there. Go look up the BN, B and I triangle um, from Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. Um, go look at the Google images. You'll see the, the, his little triangle. Every one of those areas you need covered in your business. So make sure that you have different skill set to cover all the different areas of the BNI triangle. Number three, communication. Communication, communication, communication. It's got to be strong. If you have team members who are unwilling to communicate, if you have team members who are slow to communicate, if you have team members who are difficult to communicate with, understand that it's only going to get worse the team is is best at communicating in the beginning it's only going to get worse when you have the stresses of clients you have the stresses of deadlines etc 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 so mastering communication up front is key setting up clear times to communicate whether those are staff meetings um board meetings whatever they are clear ways of communicating clear channels of communicating do you use uh and and a system of record for communicating as well is very important right so are we all going to communicate using slack okay slack is it that's where we'll communicate that way you don't have some people in slack some people in text message some people over here some people in email some people on twitter going back and forth and you got messages going all over and no one's communicating in a clear and concise way right have one system of record, one place, one main place that all communication happens, all serious communication happens. That also includes communicating the vision. So if you're the leader, the true leader here, and you've kind of shared a vision, 
it needs to be done on that channel and done often. Communicate, communicate, communicate. All right, so that's number three, communication. Number four, creating a great company culture. Now, this goes back to making sure your goals and your values are aligned. If the goals and values are aligned, then you can start to create great company culture because everyone will buy in. And that's the key to creating a company culture because you can want the greatest culture. You can want the greatest things in your culture, what have you. But if you don't have buy-in from key people, it will never happen. But if your goals and your values are aligned, then you'll be able to get buy-in on company culture because everyone will agree, yep, that's what we should be. That's who we should be. That's what we should represent. All right. So company culture, very, very um, important. Number five, number five, mutual trust and respect. This is a big one. This is a big one. And it goes back to the balancing of skill sets. So mutual trust and respect often becomes an issue when one person on the team feels like they're more important than someone else on the team or vice versa when one person on the field excuse me on the team feels like they're less important than someone else on the team okay that their contribution is less valuable than someone else on the team both of those scenarios are things that you if you're the leader that you have to arrest early and deal with because it's very important as you're communicating as we talked about in, in number three, as you're communicating, as you're communicating vision, as you're communicating what it is that we are. And as a company that you also very clearly communicate where everybody fits and the value that everybody adds. Okay. You see, in that moment of communicating that you create dependencies on each other where people realize why they need that next person. So even though their role may seem smaller than mine, mine may seem bigger. Without this, I can't do my job. I can't do my job, right? I can't do my job. And it's very, very important to make sure that you have that type of uh, respect and mutual trust that this person is going to do their job so I can do my job and our jobs are linked. Even though they may not see it up front, that's your job to communicate to them why everything is so important and why there are dependencies and why even though this person's job may seem like it's more important, it really isn't any more important than someone else's job who that may seem less important because it all works together. It all works together, right? For the good of the company. Now, the analogy that most people use here is talking about the body, right? The hand can't say to the foot that I'm more important than you. They're both important to the body because if the foot goes away, then you can't walk. If you can't walk, then the hand can't get to where it needs to go to in order to get its job done, right? So you can't say that one part is less important than the other. They're all important in terms of getting um, the overall goal of the company accomplished. 
right? So mutual respect and trust is key. Absolutely, absolutely key. But if your goals were aligned and if you've talked about creating great company culture, then it becomes very easy to get to mutual trust and respect, right? If you've aligned the rest of these things already. All right. Um, now, number six, number six, and this is a tough one. Number six is a tough one because this, unfortunately, especially in adults, gets to be something that many adults are lacking. And I'm going to tell you this bluntly. If you are inviting someone onto your team to help you start your business and they don't possess number six, they don't belong on your team. I don't care how good they are. I don't care who they are. They don't belong on your team and they will be the death of your team. So what's number six? I know all this lead up. What's number six? Number six, they're constantly learning and growing. You can't be in a leadership position and not be in love with constantly learning and growing. You just can't. And if they're here in the early stages of helping you set up and start up your business, if they're not willing to constantly learn and grow and get better, guess what? Your business in whatever area that they're in charge of also won't constantly learn and grow and get better. And that will become a very sore point that eventually will be your demise. Again, been through this. I'm not telling you this out of hyperbole. I'm telling you this out of experience. You want people at that seat who want to constantly learn and grow. Now, this goes back to our goals and back to our values, right? So you're looking for people who that's one of their values, that they value learning. They value growth. They value getting better. So that's number six. Number six. Number seven. And number seven is going to sound like, duh, but it has to be said. They must have a commitment to the success of the company. They must have a commitment to the success of the company. Super, super important, right? So getting into priority, what are their priorities? What is it that they're really trying to get at? Back to the goals, right? Why are they committed to this, the success of this company? Back to that story I told you in the very beginning, right? My business partners back then when we were graduating high school, they were committed for that summer <laughs> after senior year. But then past that, they weren't really committed. They weren't really committed. They were committed to graduating college, which is not a bad thing. It's a really great thing. But if that's what your commitment is, then you're not committed to the business. And if you're not committed to the business, the business will suffer. So getting back to where we started, understanding the goals and the values, making sure those things are aligned. All right. As always, if you have any questions, drop them down below. Love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.